I'm gonna take y'all on a little journey this week, and uh, we go sing a little ditty that I think definitely relates. <clears throat> I did you wrong, <laughs> you did me wrong. <laughs> I take you back, you take me back. I did you wrong, you did me wrong. I'll take you back if you take me back. Yeah, shout out to Pleasure P for giving us that. And it relates. It absolutely relates. And and because we had just talked about this last week, how the TikTokers uh-huh. is picking and choosing what parts of the 2000s they want. They're leaving behind the corny stuff. Right. <laughs> no, you got to take right. this. If you want the big jeans and, and, and jerseys and jersey dresses, mm-hmm. you got to take mm-hmm. pleasure, ple- pleasure P as well. You do. You, Boys all of the pretty Ricky number boys two. number two. That was going to be my second option, but I was going to remix it to fit the, to fit the movie. So. Okay. We're going to put the remix of Boyfriend number two at the end of the episode. Stick around. Okay. That's good. That's good. <laughs> all right. Well, we're mm. off to a great start today. Uh, could you tell us mm-hmm. what we watched this week, Sid? This week, we tuned into Water in a Broken Glass, uh, released in 2018. Currently available uh, to rent or buy on any uh, various services. So you got your Voodoo's, your Amazon Prime, iTunes. For how much? Only for the small, small fee of three ninety nine. People, this is not only you know, you're not three ninety nine. That's it. Go out today and rent water in a broken glass. That's nothing. Some of you girls that are listening right now pay more for that for mm-hmm. your oat lattes. Mm. You do. I know. I do. Mm. I know I do. (laughs) So go ahead and support this lovely movie. All right. Who's in it? (laughs) Yeah. So uh, this movie was uh, directed and co-written by uh, Jamel Williams Thomas and as well as written by uh, Miss Danielle S. Mooney. So it's starring Billy Krishan, Tony Belafonte, Candace Dillard Bassett, and Victoria Rowell. All right. Let's start the show. The new Chitlin Circuit. Welcome back to the New Chitlin' Circuit, the only podcast dedicated to Black Indies only. My name is Lex. And I'm Sid. And each week we watch a Black independent movie. Why? Because we love them. I gave you more like homegirl for that I one. liked it. I liked it. Yeah. It, was, it was good. It was good. So, all right, y'all. Y'all know how we do it. This week's 60 Second Challenge, where Alexis explains the plot of the film we're reviewing in 60 seconds or less, is sponsored by Dasani. So, for all of you thirsty girls out there, <laughs> drink up. What? <laughs> Sydney. It's water in a broken glass. Sydney, you you have... It's, this manifesting is getting out of hand. What? First, it was champagne poppy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then... You you had to you had to bring in who was it last week? Blackpeoplemeet.com. <laughs> Blackpeoplemeet.com. And now mm-hmm. you messing with Coca-Cola's money. <laughs> not messing with, not messing with. I'm manifesting. Okay. Now okay. what what be Simone say? Cause baby girl. Okay, baby I'm trying girl. to get us, you know, some extra dollars. And Coca-Cola got it. We hometown heroes. We from That's the, the same pitch. Life. That's the pitch. Nigga, you got yeah. it. You got it. Stop you can playing. slide us a couple thousand for the show. Stop Come playing. On. Shoot. <laughs> no, you want people to drink the sunny or not? Because we could. I could have did Aquafina. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. But I, you, the listener, I'm committing you to you right now. I will never endorse a bottle of water I don't drink. Okay. Sydney's not making that promise to you. (laughs) (laughs) Watch me in my next ad doing a Deer Park commercial. You know I don't drink Deer Park. (laughs) Me. And and my part of the episode is sponsored by Lukewarm Tap Water. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's free. That's that that, I do drink. (laughs) That's not paying the bills. Dasani could pay some bills. Anyway. Let's Let's get into it. Let's go ahead and start the clock. (laughs) Okay. Okay, let's go. All right, we have young artist named Tanya who live in Baltimore, right? She mm-hmm. is now she's on the fritz in her career. She's got some mm-hmm. buzz and people like her work, but in terms of like her residency and like her job, she's on the rocks. Um, it's not looking yeah. good. She's having trouble finding inspiration and her internal journey is trying to like uh, connect with something inside herself to feel more confident in making mm-hmm. art that represents her instead of art that's just assignment. Mm-hmm. Meantime, she gets a boyfriend 
he's a nice guy and it's going okay but then she meets satin a woman who owns a bookstore who girl i get it i'm weak for that too and she's in this love triangle and trying to figure this mm-hmm. out and um whole time while trying to revive her art like um connection how'd i do you had a whole eight seconds left and it would have been embarrassing if you had got this one wrong why? Because so. I'm part of the LGBT community. Exactly. <laughs> Is that Cupcake who did that? Who? You remember? It was a rap lyric. You part of the yeah. LGBT community. <laughs> I think that was Cupcake. I don't forget who did that. Oh, no, no. Ooh. Cupcake is, um, fuck out my way when you see me. I'm rolling with the LGBT. <laughs> I'm rolling with the LGBT. <laughs> Shout out to Cupcake. <laughs> Well, for the remainder of the episode, I will be quoting, because there's so much to select from, I will be citing my favorite, um, what's Uh the word for the person who studied language? Linguist? Linguist? Linguist. I think so. Yeah, linguist. Yeah. I will be citing my favorite linguist, Andrew Caldwell, (laughs) and referring to that that lifestyle. Stop calling me fizz. Okay? I'm not not your fizz. I will be referring to that lifestyle as the <laughs> LGBT community because <laughs> that's what he described it as. So um, for the rest of the episode, I probably will be saying LGBT, LGBT community. <laughs> I already said it. LGBT community. <laughs> uh, for okay. reference, this is the second week in a row I've had to say this. Y'all, I am gay. I get to do it. You won't hear Sydney doing it because she's an ally, but I get to make fun. Exactly. Oh, there's yeah. one thing I do want to bring up, though, from your 60-second challenge that you said. You said you were uh, weak for a, a girl who owns a bookstore. And I've known you for a while. So it's not yeah. true. It's it's not just a bookstore. It could be anything, like a book, uh, a bottle. Uh, <laughs> Sydney. Wow. A pen. I don't know. It could be any, a number of things. I'm so weak for a girl know. who owns a belt. A belt. <laughs> like anything. Okay, girl. Could be anything. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. <laughs> okay. Well, now that we know not only what went on in the movie, but what's going to go on in this episode, which is pure tomfoolery yeah. from Miss Sydney, as I'm very <laughs> serious about uh, queer art, but Sydney, <laughs> on the other hand, wants to cause a ruckus. Um, oh, don't do but that. now that we have, <laughs> now that we have all that settled, let's get on into our general thoughts on uh, water in a broken glass. Before we get into our general thoughts on water in a broken glass, I want to take a quick second to shout out uh, Mr. Joseph Elmore Jr., the filmmaker behind She's Sexy, which we reviewed a, f- a few weeks ago. Um, we asked him on the pod, you know, we asked, we put that question out in the ether, you know, what was really the motivation behind um, that male character, Memphis? And he, he actually reached out to us and said, uh, hey, ladies, the podcast is awesome. And at the point of M, the character, Uh, was intentional and self-reflective. I've seen a lot of men take women for granted in the name of love, and women do not see what is right in front of their face. Uh, And that said, he goes on to say that, you know, he enjoyed the show and explains more about the characters and the motivations. And this is what we love from filmmakers. We love Mm -hmm. to hear more about the movies that we watch and review. And we can give that that rich explanation and insight to you, the listener. That's what we're here for. So thank you again uh, to Mr. Elmore, not only for making the movie that we enjoy watching, but also for reaching out and, and uh, staying in touch with us. And to you, the listener, we would love to hear what you watch and what you got going on in your black film rotation. If it's a black indie, we get to we might get to review it on the show. And if not, we just like to know what y'all doing. So just hit us up on our social media outlets. And of course, in that Gmail, we do be checking the Gmail. All right. So let's get back to the show. So, Sydney. What did you think of Water in a Broken Glass? You know, I love when we can get in our like um, art house bag um, and we really find uh, these gem of black indie films that, at least to my knowledge, I, didn't, I haven't seen a whole lot of promo for this movie and I just happened to stumble upon it scrolling through um, Gravitas Ventures. I was like, okay, I gotta have something on here for us to look through. And I was like, oh, okay, this seems interesting. This is cute. This is cool. Um, so I love that. And I like that it was a different take for us. So we haven't done, we've done a gay man love story on the show, but we have not done a black lesbian love story yet. So I love that we got to finally do one now, which I know you have been saying since the beginning of the show, but you know, I'm a 
I brought it to the table. I'm just going to say that. You did. Um, Damn. Okay. I thought we could at least get a little bit deeper in the episode before you started demanding uh, credit and props. Sydney, thank you for finding this movie. It's right up my alley. I don't know how I hadn't heard of it. I I know plenty Mm -hmm. of filmmakers between... I live in D.C. right now, so... uh, But in this uh, part of the Amtrak line, I know plenty of filmmakers (laughs) between Baltimore and D.C., so I'm really surprised that I've never, like, uh, seen this film. So thank you for bringing it not only to me, but to the listeners as well. I do what I can, you know. Um, But no, I really did... (laughs) I actually really did enjoy this film. Um, I thought the acting was great. I haven't seen any of these folks except for uh, Miss Candace Dillard, who's on the Housewives of Potomac. Uh, I've seen her before, obviously. But, you know, um, I was just really impressed with all the acting uh, in the film as well as the storytelling. I thought it was really, 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 really done well. Um, So I'm excited to get into some scenes. What did you think about Water in a Broken Glass? You know, um, there's no need for me to sugarcoat it because I'm you know, a part of the LGBT community. So <laughs> I do love representation. And when you add black on top of that, you know, um, mm-hmm. it, it's just no reason for me not to be here for it. And even if I was doing, you know, like a representation, like, okay, it's fine. Cause it's gay. You know, that would have been fine, but I'm not, I'm not saying I like it cause it's gay. I'm saying I like it even more cause it's gay. I really did enjoy um, this character, Tanya, the protagonist. Yeah. I thought, I think one of the most, like, I think one of the character types for a protagonist that I enjoy watching the most is someone conflicted. You know, when you watch Mm -hmm. a character and they're not making decisions for themselves, they're just going with the flow. Or a character who's dead set on one thing, you know, it can get a little eh. But a character who's, like, really torn, of course, on the surface between two people, but truly internally torn between like what her work means like who is she they they captured that so well and i think that's the hallmark of a good coming of age story now tanya's like in her mid to late 20s but it's still coming of age but i was gonna say like for yeah for us like now being in our mid-20s i thought it was great to see like because obviously people put a like a nice rosy like lens over like after you graduate school you get this great job and then you know life goes on but like Shit is hard right now. Yeah. It's like we talk about it all the time, like literally going through another puberty, basically, yeah. and trying to like figure out what does this even mean for real? Like my body acting weird. Yeah. My life feels weird. And I thought, yeah, like you were saying, Tanya's character, Billy, who played Tanya, uh, she did a great job of really encapsulating that in her character. Yeah. And it's not even yeah. a, like the second puberty that happens in your like mid to late 20s. It's not even as rewarding as the first puberty because at least like you could say okay my hips came in or like right like i got titties now but now like sure my cognitive functions are a little bit better i'm able to foresee possible dangers in the future of my actions but Uh like what do i have to show for it (laughs) (laughs) like so this i'm going through it now and i'm like jesus christ like please right (laughs) because i can tangibly remember you know switching up from a training bra to a real Mm -hmm. bra because i remember that but now it's just like now what what like like that's why people our age obsess over their credit karmas because that's the only uh, like hard quantifiable metric of growth that we have (laughs) because <laughs> we don't have progress reports anymore. We don't have report cards no yeah. more. So we just, let me see what Experian yeah, has to see, say yeah. about my performance. Because <laughs> y'all know I paid off my credit card this month. Let me see what it's looking yeah. like. Wait a minute. I was looking at my credit wow. card rewards activity. I was like, yeah, I did get 30 cents on that dinner. <laughs> I did get Same. 30 cents back from that. <laughs> and it's just, we got to clean the one app. Today, so let me see how many points I got up in here. Let me see. I'm gonna I'm a buy me something nice because I've been collecting all yeah, these points. Yeah, I'm buying myself a short set. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I this think they I just got. nailed that perfectly. It's so nice to spend time with characters who like feel uh, real and feel like yeah. whole. You know, yeah, and definitely. I I enjoyed that, so I can't wait to get into it with you, friend, about the the rest, the details, the real texture of this mm. movie. Mm-hmm. If you can't, oh. we don't we don't put these out. But if you if we did, you could see we both are body rolling, and you know the shoulders mm-hmm. are moving. I've stopped body rolling. <laughs> Sydney's taking, it's just Sydney's doing it. I was now. feeling it. <laughs> yeah, oh, you're really feeling it. <laughs> well, 
let's get on into some of these scenes. How about we? Here on the new Chillin' Circuit, we like to start with the first scene of the movie. So let's talk about the first scene of the movie. We get introduced mm-hmm. to Tanya and her, was it cousin, sister? Cousin slash best friend. Yeah. And what was her yeah. name? Nikki. Nikki. Yep. Um, we get introduced to them as kids, right? Yeah, like they're in high school. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, you know, probably, it seemed like they were seniors. They were about mm-hmm. to graduate. And what I learned from this scene, they're getting, Tanya wakes Nikki up at night for just, you know, being up with the light on, drawing and making yeah. her art. So we immediately get introduced into who and how Tanya is. Like she's a mm-hmm. very passionate artist who is up at the, up in the wee hours. <laughs> As right. the church folk would say, in the midnight mm-hmm. hour. Mm. <laughs> Late in the midnight hour. God's gonna turn and around. around. <laughs> <laughs> um, the men's choir at my church used to do that. And they used to do the choreo Ooh, like this. And yeah. around. Mm-hmm. And around. They used like to that. tear that up. <laughs> oh, yeah. So she's a very passionate artist. She's up working on her art. And what we also learned is that she's queer. And we learned that because her aunt comes in and she's mm-hmm. doing the speech. Now, this is for the LGBT community listening. (laughs) You know, Sydney, thank you for your support, you know, being in the room right now. But this is for the girls and gays. Um, The whole, she's doing the whole, you already black. (laughs) And a woman. Now, why? And you done chose this career for yourself. Now, why would you go and add something other else right on top of all of that? And that's that's how they do. Um, this yeah. the Thanksgiving episode. Uh, <laughs> what? That's my best black mama. <laughs> Why that you was like good. Yeah, black. Yeah, you already like, black. You sound like uh, Mister's daddy on the color purple. Sydney, oh. we're so connected. That's who I was thinking about. <laughs> she black like. as night. She <laughs> black as <laughs> Now you gonna let that little girl come in here and talk to you like that boy? That's what you sound like. <laughs> yeah, and that's how they be sounding. Uh, the Thanksgiving episode of Master and None that got that really at this point is coming up net neutral because it is a direct catalyst for us having to see bleep bleep all the time (laughs) um but it was a positive addition to the black lesbian criterion like the black Uh lesbian like you know uh materials that we all watch um Mm -hmm. which will come up later because i saw some maybe not influences but just parallels that came up in my mind from this movie and earlier early 2000s 90s lesbian stuff anyway but mm-hmm. Angela Bassett in that episode of Master of None said the same fucking thing. My mama said the same thing. Every mama say the same thing. What do y'all think is going on? <laughs> do y'all think somebody sit up and say, let me minimize my oppression by simply suppressing who I am. And I can't get rid of the black. So we stuck right. with that. Ain't nothing I can do about the woman thing. Because if I change mm-hmm. that, I'm still oppressed. Because <laughs> then yeah. I'll be trans. <laughs> That's not going to work. <laughs> And then my mama going to say, y'all already a woman. So it's just, we're getting back to the same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now I'm gay. Now what? Mm, I guess we can't be gay. I guess only white <laughs> men can be gay. <laughs> so dumb. That's how it's sounding. Yeah. The logic isn't there, but that's how it's, it's sounding. It's not smart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, that, that's the first thing we get introduced to Tanya. Um, where are you at with it? Where would you think in the movie was going to go from there? Um, honestly, I, I was still trying to rock with it and figure out, uh, what the hell Tanya was going to do. I didn't know if it, if we were going to go into a story where she's had to like remove herself from her family ties because she's gay. And, you know, clearly her aunt is not supportive of her. Maybe her cousin Nikki is, but it's like, you know, mm-hmm. maybe we can't go there. I wanted to figure out, you know, okay, like who was this like girl they're talking about at the beginning of the movie? Like who punched Tanya in her face or oh, something? Yeah. Like what's up with that? Like that's real mysterious. Like, is did they have some kind of I, I don't know? You know what's up with there? You know? And yes, I want to see what Tanya's next journey, like what her future was about. Because I see this present day high school her, and it's like okay, Tanya, you seen her just not be that happy and kind of going with the flow. But obviously you're graduating, so you're about to be about it here anyway. So what does that yep. look like for you? And frankly, coming into the studio today, I was thinking that this early, like, kind of flashback scene that started out with them in high school, which was mm-hmm. not flashback that 
far, you know, it, she's like what in her late twenties for the rest of the movie. So it wasn't yeah. that long of a flashback, but like, I thought it was kind of unnecessary until we started talking about it now. And I'm like, it, it was necessary for us to know that one, she was already queer and just suppressing it. Cause that's a big part of her identity is not really wanting to accept what, who she really is. Um, right. Right. Yeah. And two, that she is like, this is her family dynamic. So actually, yeah, I do think Mm -hmm. that that was necessary. And I did appreciate that. Yeah. It made me, I I bought in a tiny character. I wanted to, because she she seemed like a little church mouse. Come on, Tanya. What's going on? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So a few scenes later, she's, you know, she's fully grown now. um, And she is driving her car and hits a cyclist, which hits me close to home because I am a cyclist. And I'm like, I'm, at this point, I'm like, well, hell, Tanya, maybe if you pay the damn attention. <laughs> but damn, judging. I from... felt Tanya because sometimes. <laughs> no, like <laughs> she was she, she was also on the phone when she was, you know, driving, which was mistake number one. But Jail. like sometimes. OK. Anyway, <laughs> sometimes cyclists be coming out of nowhere. And I think, you know, you, you really don't. I, too, used to ride a bike in D.C., but like. I would never do that in New York. You know what I'm saying? Because cyclists well, will risk their lives. Let me ask you this. If you on your phone <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. and you're not paying attention, how is that coming out of nowhere? That's just like me walking with my eyes closed <laughs> across a basketball court and saying, the ball came out of nowhere. Because she was still watching the road. She was, you know, doing a glance up, glance up down. So he had to come out of nowhere. I don't think that's what an officer would have had to say about that. <laughs> well, I don't work for the law. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, she is supposed to be a meet cute. Me personally, I don't, mm-hmm. and I'm real gay. And I think Tanya was beautiful, but has she hit me with her car? It wasn't gonna be sweet. Like, but he was still in a joking mood. <laughs> I wouldn't have been in a joking mood. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna read you um, because you would have collected Tanya's information, got your bike fixed, made her pay for whatever doctor visit you had. And then texted Tanya to see if she was in the tea or something, or if she if she liked beer. <laughs> Wait so. a minute! <laughs> Whoa. Whoa! Wait a minute, Sydney! You had ulterior motives. <laughs> oh, I did. You had ulterior because motives. I'm not gonna let you sit on the show and lie. Time. No, I'm not gonna let you. That's your lie. second time today, Sydney. We are film reviewers. You know what we are not? <laughs> Homophobes. You're expressing <laughs> homophobia by trying to put me on the spot about oh, my no, past ma'am. dating practices. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Because no, no, this ma'am. is twice already. The show's not even been on in half an hour. And you're already... Do you understand that? Do you understand no, what you're doing? Because <laughs> no, you, you picked this movie intentionally. You saw it was hashtagged no. LGBTQnity. And you selected it so that you would have some license. <laughs> it actually wasn't. It actually wasn't hashtagged. It was. And this is how, on Voodoo, this how it I was. Know, this is how I know I'm right. Because you got real defensive. This this is this is a this is a common reflex for people who when you get caught <laughs> red-handed. Mm. Well, okay. If it was a low speed crash, okay, and she just like and she didn't completely mangle my bike, and I'm not like broken or nothing. Because he popped right back up. He did. So if it was a low speed crash and she was apologetic and she paid for things, if she would have invited me, hey, I'm so sorry, I owe you dinner. Then yeah. Maybe if the com okay, you're right. Whatever, 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 <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> so that's what happens. He gets her number, and they start kind of like seeing each other. And this, and between hitting him and going on a date is when we realize uh-huh. that she's in trouble of like she's um, in danger of being cut from yeah. her artist program. Yeah, which is yeah. like ooh. I thought this because I don't. You never watch, or have you watched it yet? Um, really love on Netflix with Kofi. No. Oh, okay. Well, then I won't. Uh, I didn't get any good any. reviews from you and Greg. I didn't get any good reviews about it. I feel like the intent for that movie was kind. I, I, I don't know. Okay, there aren't actually there actually aren't any really point any real points out of outside of the fact that Kofi's character is also an artist who is in danger, not in danger of losing a job, but 
is in danger of being a homeless man without a job. Um, if he doesn't get something cracking with his art and he needs a muse or some sort of, you know, inspo <sighs> to get going. Well, that is actually yeah. good. Um, a good point. Cause that's going to come up later as well about the concept of muses, because we talked about that in she's sexy and we just uh, yeah. discussed how the, our main point in that review was that the man in the movie was using this woman as a muse and he was just like a leech. Mm-hmm. And we had the filmmaker actually yeah. confirm that that was like a purposeful structure. And we're kind of getting some like similar teas about muses in this movie as well, but we haven't even met Satin yet. So let's slow down. Mm-hmm. Now she's in trouble getting cut. And so she goes out on this date. Nikki convinces her girl, live a little bit, go out with him. Right. Oh, my, <laughs> I typed, need a hetero opinion on my notes and it <laughs> uh-huh. auto-corrected to heater like a space heater and i was like what's uh-huh. a opinion? oh a hetero opinion she seemed like really like into his whole shtick um yeah malcolm what is uh-huh. your hetero opinion of like his like were, would you be into malcolm the character i thought he was cute um mm-hmm. so you know that was one thing so you know I, I would have gone out on the date with him to see what he was talking about. But where Malcolm went wrong for me is obviously well, he knows she's an artist and he was trying his best. Well, not his best, but he tried to, it seemed kind of like either show show like show like her up a little bit on this like artist that he brought her to this random coffee shop to check out or whatever. And she just happened to not know who that woman is. And it turns out he didn't know either. He just kind of lied to just be like, mm-hmm. yeah, I know something about art too. But it's like, it's okay, brother. You don't, know the, you don't have to know anything about art. I don't know nothing about data analytics. That is not what I do. We can, <laughs> Why do we you can... say it like that? <laughs> <laughs> we you can, say we can it like it's info. a foreign language. Because <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> you put me in front of some raw data. I'm like, why? What does this mean? <laughs> I mean, oh why? Why? That's not what I do every day. Anyway, but you know, actually, I, honestly, I would have given Malcolm some points for trying to understand my world. What would have docked him his points is why did he show up in a three-piece suit like we were going Thank to you. church? Thank you. That, what that took it off for me really was the yeah. gingham shirt. Like living yeah. in DC, I just have like trauma about that. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to see a man let alone a man in a gingham shirt (laughs) (laughs) let alone right so like why would you show up to on a date in this gingham shirt and it was so casual like you took her to a coffee shop yeah what you're telling me is this is a quick sink this is a right touch base (laughs) like meeting this is not a date this is a meeting not at all (laughs) Yeah, he said like Quentin Tarantino movies and people who like those. I I just don't have good experience with men who like that. So for me, it was a red flag. But artsy girls do love tech niggas because that's been my entire dating life. For context, I work Mm. in data. Data analytics. (laughs) Data analytics. (laughs) As Cindy was saying. Is that I say it right? Ooh, you know, that's that's what it sounds like to me. You do what now? In it, in uh, it, in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. In my, in, just anecdotally, thinking about my friends and thinking about the people I've dated, the people I know, like, marginally in the mm-hmm. community, <laughs> artsy people, like, art, art girls d- date other artists for, like, a short amount of time, then they break up with them and end up uh-huh. settling down with... Like the tweet was like, okay, so you're lesbians. Which one of you is an artist and which one of you works in tech? (laughs) (laughs) At a tech startup. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. I mean, you know, it's financially more feasible. I was going to say, yeah, one of y'all got to have a stable job. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, so that's going well with Tanya and Mm -hmm. Malcolm. But here's the thing is the movie really gets into its stride. Like yeah. after we meet Satin, right? Yeah, yeah. Because at at the onset of the movie, you just think it's kind of like uh, without watching a trailer or reading the description, you think, okay, so now her and Malcolm are going to get together. 
uh, do their relationship thing and maybe that'll spark some inspo for her to get these pieces done and, you know, yada, yada, yada. But no. Yeah. We have to meet I mean, Satin to really tie together. A little bit, but like- She did get something from Malcolm. It wasn't like- I, I didn't know where the movie was going to go because I thought because I knew she was queer. So I thought mm-hmm. that when she started dating Malcolm, she would be like, oh, this shit is bland. This shit is. <laughs> but it wasn't like yeah. she opened up yeah. to him. They had a good time. Mm-hmm. She's really into him. But then she walks into this like bookstore slash frame store, which was and- really cool. Yeah, wherever they were at in Baltimore, I love that Love and Basketball uh, poster. It was a Best Man poster. I think it was a barber. There was a Love poster. Jones poster in the Love back. Love Jones. Yeah, it was. It was like shout out to an ode to all the black like rom com classics. Like this was this is good. That was a great taste set design. Whoever did that. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to because actually yeah I'll double down on that set design shout out because her studio mm-hmm. looked really nice too. It did. It did. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm looking. Oh, set decoration by Precious Williams. Shout out to you. Uh, I know that's Precious. right, Miss Williams. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um. So then we get to. She is just just googly eyeing over set, I mean. and she's like, "Oh my god, who is that? Let me get out of here. Oh my god." <laughs> I mean, the girl almost had to run out the stove. She was so. Yes. She was just. Just ugh, I'm doing the uh, Santana in distress. Oh, like, now she in distress. Yeah, yeah, she was completely um, just not able to function um, at all. But she does end up running into Satin because what I know about mm-hmm. a lady na- about a lady a lady like Satin is that she saw mm-hmm. this flustered ass girl and so let me go talk to her. Let me go see what the hell she got going on. Clearly, she want a closer look. <laughs> <laughs> So Satin goes and say, hey, I'm Satin. And with a name like that, I feel like you got to be flirty. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, no, you got to. Yeah. Satin. Yeah. Uh, so she's like, hey, and they're they're talking. And you know what happens, Sydney. You already know what goes on. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you don't. Well, it, if there's any if there's any dykes listening, you already know what go on. <laughs> Satin goes, yeah, 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 yeah. My girlfriend. Ugh. <laughs> Kill it! Why just the track? Ugh. <laughs> of course, of course. Every time, every time you this oh high goal, Sydney. Every Not time you disgusted, you, I'm disgusted. I put girlfriend in like four quotation marks in my notes. Oh. I'm disgusted because every time you meet a girl like that, every time you run into somebody who is quite literally dreamy, like satin is dreamy. Right. Always with the fucking girlfriend shit. <laughs> what is that about? Right? But see, me being in the community in DC, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what I said, I laid out what the options for you saying did. it was, and I told you which I told you which one I selected you, at the top of the episode. Yeah, the LGBT really, community. Really yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Being a part of the community in DC, only like what? Like 30, 40% of, of dykes here is monogamous. So usually when somebody say girlfriend, you'd be like, you naturally you have to say, y'all monogamous. <laughs> <laughs> in any other city, they get your ass whooped oh easy. Yeah. <laughs> but in, D- in Atlanta, a dyke is p- popping the trunk on your ass. <laughs> mm-hmm. But in D.C., mm-hmm. You know, because yeah, she done went and bought a house. Talk about <laughs> yeah. am I monogamous in Atlanta? A girl, you lost your yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah, We got three yeah. kids. I don't play that. Bikes <laughs> in Atlanta is mothers. They got, they got kids. They, <laughs> they got families. They're not playing with you. <laughs> yeah. In DC, not so much. They don't even. They're not even sharing. Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> DC is the wild, wild west. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm glad to be getting up out of here, man. I'm telling you, it's rough yeah. in these streets. Um, if you is a DC gay, please leave a comment under the Instagram post today for support. Actually, Reach out. please. <laughs> I'm here for you. Leave us some comments. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, you got the fucking girlfriend. And and we get this, um, you know, the, the camera pans over to Tanya and her ass is uh-huh. just looking like... In the words of Darius Lovehall, like somebody stole your fucking dog. <laughs> <laughs> she is looking just toe up. This is so good. We got all the references this hell. week. We got all the references. And the reason Ooh. I pull that out, and I'm 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 I'm, I'm gonna shut up in a minute. But the reason I pull that <laughs> out is because later in the movie, 
Satin does the same thing. She does. <laughs> when she realizes she Tanya got a boyfriend, she the camera zooms in on her and she's uh-huh. like, damn, like she's damn. clearly fucked up about it. Yeah. So I just yeah. love that. I'm 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 loving this. That was that was that was a great explanation right there. I, I gotta give you a ten stars. Like that was good. <laughs> you know, I'm in you my really, element with the tequila. Yeah, you really <laughs> took us through the story elements and the references. That was ten out of yeah. ten, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> So she invites Satin to her gallery opening. And what do you think mm-hmm. here? Now, here's a question. Ooh, new segment. Yes. <laughs> okay. Burr, 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 burr. New segment. <laughs> when we watch movies where the protagonist is an artist, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you, we're going to ask each other, do you think they are a good artist? Because there's like, you know, Nola Darling, who was supposed to be a good artist, but like, was not a good artist bro like in the tv show not the movie yeah yeah so what did you think of tanya's art actually when tanya um got into her actual art so the portrait she did of satin i agreed loved it was beautiful the original portrait we first saw that tanya did at the very beginning of the movie of like the home she grew up in and just like um it looked like a i don't know it looked like a picture um, yeah. was taken and I, I I would hang something that looks like that in my apartment right now so I actually I liked a lot of Tanya's art her uh, portrait of Malcolm was great um she mm-hmm. does a lot of really great like personal um like people uh yeah. sketches and things so I thought whoever did the actual art unless you yeah. know Billy Krishan is an artist in real life a uh, mm-hmm. very talented artist uh, so I, I, agree. I like the art a lot yeah especially that portrait of satin I was like oh yeah I mm-hmm. it, I just love the true journey here is Tanya yeah. developing as an artist, which is really just a mirror of her development as a right. person, as a woman, you know? Right, 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 right. And I loved it because you could see that, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ooh, it's kind of like, um, this may be a stretch, but kind of like in uh, Brown Sugar. So what, mm-hmm. we, what we're seeing uh, play out is also like Sid's words and her, her book that she's writing about her love for hip hop, yeah. but also truly her love for herself, her love for Dre, her love for her city. And we see it play out in the story, but also hear her narrate the same thing. It's real like meta and like cute. And it was the same thing here. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with that. That's not a stretch at all. Sydney, it's yeah. your fucking show. Nothing you You're say right. is a stretch. It's Just say it. Say whatever the hell I want to say. Exactly. Because we got Dasani as a sponsor. This shit on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you tired of your podcast hosts asking about mm. who split the rent every fucking week, come mm. over to the new chitlin circuit. We don't talk about shit like that. That was my best. We I gotta get a sound. Some board. bomb drops. I wanna you do. fuck flex. That's the only thing that is the only way, the only element mm-hmm. in which funk flex is better than me. So if I get the soundboard. Mm-hmm. I am. You gotta. We're on the same plane. We need some bomb drops. Yeah. 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 Well, so she's at the gallery, and this is when. This is when in my head I go, okay, this is going somewhere. She's invited yeah. her to that, and then Satin says, "I was just thinking about you, like the second time they see each other." Okay, girl. Right, as if you uh, were coming to the gallery opening tonight, like you was on, just thinking about her, girl. Come on, come, come on, on, stop girl. playing, please. Yeah. And then Keep you know what pool. else. period and then so when I was like okay they finna be bumming purses that when I realized that was when huh I wasn't expecting you to say that what (laughs) nothing continue I said it's for the girls and gays this week I know I just wasn't expecting you to say it it's fine anyway yeah, when I realized, oh yeah, these girls, she is finna be in her pocketbook. Um, was when Satin was like, "Take me to your studio." Now, so here we go. Uh-huh. I said, "Here you we know. go." Well, my sister says, uh, "Shout out to Courtney." She, Tiny was finna give Satin some of her coochie coupons. That's what she said. <laughs> now, now why, is, why, why would Courtney say that? Also, about the TikTokers again, ain't nobody else uncomfortable with white people from middle America casually using the word coochie? Y'all not uncomfortable with that? <laughs> that was, that's very recent. Like, why? Yeah, I no, never. It is recent. Coochie? Yeah. 
Why did like, I've actually never heard a white person say coochie? I <laughs> see a TikTok. <laughs> and they're really? like, you know, you know, like, I'm like, what are you talking about, coochie? Let's not act like you didn't just say that. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, I feel like coochie yes. is inherently black. Like you have to be black to have a coochie. Inherently. But they be saying yeah. it. Ooh, that's um, weird. So Tanya does show Satin the studio, which is like now mm-hmm. this is how I know at this point. Of course, I realized they finna be bumping purses eventually. I mm-hmm. also realized that this is real for Tanya on both ends with Malcolm and Satin because she don't show her studio. Yeah, nobody. I was gonna say her most her most sacred place of being and doing stuff. She took them both there, so it's like, oh damn, girl, you you was in the thick of it. It took Malcolm to open her up to because he was mm-hmm. the first one he took. She took there. Yeah. But it took Satin for her to realize exactly who she wanted to be open with, you know? Right, right, right. So they get there, and my note there is, now this is Tension, the number 10, <laughs> space, uh-huh. C-H-U-N. <laughs> wow. Tension. Tension. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So now we're getting a string of scenes de facto dates mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> with Tanya and Satin. They go to this like blues club or whatever, like this blues more like performance. Um, yeah. And my note says, this nigga ain't nowhere to be found, Malcolm. <laughs> As, yeah. And it's real intimate. Like yeah. this is a small little club. It's, not t- it's-, it's a creep joint. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a co- Come on now, Tanya, girl. What you gonna do? Yeah. What's up? Yeah. Now, here is the lesbian art and also satin's ass because she got a whole girlfriend a woman at your house there Hmm. is a woman in your house (laughs) and you're out with a different woman i'm trying to reconcile that it ain't adding up it's not somebody ain't doing the math right somebody told a lie (laughs) as martin (laughs) luther king said Every time, man, that shit gets me. Somebody told a lie. <laughs> <gasps> That's one of his Ooh. his his better quotes. They should have yeah. taught us that speech. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so here's one thing I want to call it. one of my fate, if not my mm-hmm. favorite lesbian love story, like just queer woman love story, is. A Love Story, directed by Sidra Smith, the movie from the 90s, not the TV show that gotcha. beat... Oh, the... Tasha Smith's sister, Sidra Smith? Yes, precisely. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, there is... I don't know if you've seen this movie. Maybe not. It's like black and white, shot on film, and... I have it, not it's... seen this. I'm Googling it now. Yeah. A Love Tale or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so... The story is not important for this particular application, but in the intimate scene in the movie, there's no like, you know, nudity or anything, but it's one of the hottest things, like one of the hottest movie Mm -hmm. intimate scenes I've ever seen because it just focuses a lot on like the tactile um, element of Mm -hmm. lesbian sex. Now, women, this is maybe I am sounding like a podcast nigga today. Women <laughs> as a group uh-huh. <laughs> are attracted to hands typically. Mm-hmm. Women see men with big old hands and be like, oh my <laughs> God. Lesbians <laughs> are even more so uh like that. Um mm. because uh, oh, hands serve a dual purpose. <laughs> right, mm-hmm. right, 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 right. Yes. <laughs> um so in like mm-hmm. most lesbian film, hands are like the focus, not just hands. Of course, any movie where you're showing intimacy between two characters will show you like hands on ass, like, like, mm-hmm. you know, a man putting his hand on a small woman's back. But like specifically yeah. in lesbian stuff, hands touching hands or like mm. just the fact that you see a character is staring at the other woman's hands. They did that really yeah. well in this blues like uh show scene. Oh, see, I didn't pick up on that at all. Yeah. That's a good yeah, call it's out. that straightness. It's that straightness on yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry that you're going through it, but <laughs> when you, you know, uh ascend you know and get your paperwork into the community uh-huh. like I had years ago. Uh-huh. I'm I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You a veteran. I pay my dues on time. I'm a vet. Um, mm-hmm. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Make me sound like a hoe. 
Um, <laughs> don't just let's not say veteran. <laughs> um, but yeah, so mm-hmm. I caught that. Like, satin mm-hmm. like breaks that touch barrier and puts her hand yeah. like on Tanya's hand, and I was like, oh yeah, this they practically fucking right now. now. <laughs> <laughs> That's practically sex right there. Oh, <laughs> And a love tale, actually, they turned it into a series. It's on BET Plus. Have you seen it's it? It's not good. I don't like it. Oh, it's damn. a short series. It's got Rotimi in it. <laughs> oh, I, I love Rotimi. Like it. It's worth watching, but the movie, number one, the movie's like, what, 45, 15 minutes long? It's more of a yeah, short. The film. movie is actually on Prime right now or Tubi. Yeah. That's where I so. watched it on Prime. It's very good. And mm, this okay. reminded me of that a little bit. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So that's a, a callback. I'm not sure if it was intentional by the filmmaker. We'd love to know. Uh, the DP and the director. We would love to know. know. Please yeah. hit us up. But it felt connected to me. Now, back to Malcolm. Because she goes home and, you know, uh, sleeps with him, yeah. wakes up next to him the next morning. This nigga is in love, love. Let me, let me tell you how yes, I know why. Yes, he is. He is. She wakes up staring at him and they being cutesy and stuff, you know, and mm-hmm. no shower, no brush teeth. Nope. This nope. man, what does he want for breakfast? Whipped cream and Whipped cream, pussy. ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He wants to eat yes. whipped cream <laughs> and coochie <laughs> for breakfast. Yes. <laughs> what? Yes. I, this nigga's down. This nigga's open. He's down. <laughs> <laughs> Not well, even also a like, piece of bacon who wants to be Right. Who wants to be sticky in the morning? <laughs> I don't. That was my first thought. I don't. <laughs> like, I don't I'm not. Can we? Fuck. Call me boring. Because I'm, I'm. Damn. I do not really? want to be sticky in the, mm. <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> I feel like whipped cream being sexy is also like. <laughs> like also we, what we mentioned. What was the movie we did? Um, season one. It's a Gen X thing. Oh, yeah. Like, that's was that angrily ever after? Angrily ever after. Yes. Yeah. Whipped um, cream, chocolate covered strawberries, chocolate strawberries. Yeah, like hot fudge dripping on your body. That is, I don't God. want to be sticky. I just yeah. don't. Millennials and Gen Z are not into sticky sex. They're not into like yeah. food sex. That's not sexy for us. So, so that's how know. I. But I appreciate the filmmaker putting that in there because that's how I know this man is. That he was in love, love. In love, love. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And here we go with the bullshit. Now, some his ex is storming through the door with a key, and he covered in. And chocolate. why does she still have a key? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Looking crazy. Left my girl yeah. Tanya on the floor covered in chocolate and whipped cream and ice cream and sticky. Okay, she yeah. is sticky. <laughs> and this other bitch don't walked in. <laughs> yeah, that, that got you. Ooh, okay, I'm yeah. glad that they put some type of hetero drama in here for you to relate. <laughs> yeah. Because how is... embarrassing. <laughs> oh, my God. Very. <laughs> yeah, so needless to say, Tanya, of course, she you know runs to Nikki first. Get some damn clothes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But y'all know what she going to end up. She going to end up right back with uh, Miss Satin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back with old girl. Now, here's and, another callback. Uh, mm. Now, if you're listening, damn, I got to put some pa- pages turning sound effects because I don't have any paper near me. If uh-huh. you're listening now, that means that you received your syllabus. And since you're halfway through the semester here of this season of the new Chitlin circuit. So that means you must have completed your required reading. Right. Mm. Um, and on there, you'll see listed way down the list is season one of HBO's the L word, um, mm. where you would then I'm now the reference I'm about to make. You would know what I'm talking about. Now, if you didn't do the required reading, don't make a big deal of it. Just put that okay. on your, your Google calendar this week and get to that. Mm-hmm. This is the plot of season one of The L Word with Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny is a new girl in town and she got a boyfriend uh-huh. and she really likes him. But there is this hot barista. <laughs> this hot, like, lady barista. Hot. Hot. <laughs> I guess you gotta be hot if you make coffee. Ba-da-ba. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because usually I do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah. surprising when you do it. <laughs> um, 
And she ended up ruining her relationship with her man, chasing him behind this woman. Ooh, <laughs> and yeah. I th- I put that down as a note. Damn, this is like season one of the L word. Because um, that's mm. exactly what Miss Tanya got herself into. She runs back to Satin. And they end up going on another date. Of course, nobody call it that. But that's what it is. It's a date. It's a date. It was a date. Especially if after you're you're done hanging out, um, now you are at someone else's house and you're taking a shower. It's a date. That's a date. And they breaking that touch barrier. We got Miss mm-hmm. uh, Satin back there giving Tanya a little rub down. I'm like, okay. Even prior to that, when she's back there, like folding up Tanya's little shorts because she's in the yep. shower, she's folding yep. up her little sports bra. I said, oh, this is about to get intimate. Okay. Yeah. It's about to go down. Yeah. Now, Tanya got two strikes with me. One, <laughs> She's a reckless driver. We talked about that. I don't like... That's not sexy. There's nothing sexy about being dangerous on the road. <laughs> it's not. I okay. It's not. There is not one day in this country where everybody goes to work and comes back without a hitch. <laughs> every yeah, single true. day. Every hour. Somebody is running into something. So I don't think that's cute. <laughs> As a cyclist, I don't think that's fucking cute. Pay attention. <laughs> To all the girls listening, and this is my problem with being gay, because gay people can't drive. Most of the people I know, (laughs) that's the stereotype. You either, it's like pick three. You can either be good at math, you could drive, Uh or you know astrology real good. Wow. Okay. I I can drive and I know my chart. (laughs) You know I'm not good at math. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, you're not good at math. Wow. Dang. (laughs) Well, my second strike with Miss Tanya is... The 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 shit she pulled at the club with Satin. Yeah, that shit was crazy. But it was so funny. Um, because Satin was mad. <laughs> I would have been Satin mad was as hell. Deep in her feel. But like, bitch, you have a whole girlfriend. Why are you upset? Satin was in her feelings. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, that's well, kind of it true. was funny because Tanya is on the dance floor bumping and grinding with, Freak, with the freaking. girl from my- <laughs> freaking. That's, that's my note, because I got mad as fuck. Satin takes her yeah. to this lesbian spot. She take her to the to the to the gay bar, right? Uh-huh. And Satin's like, "All right, here we got some drinks. Let's just relax." And Satin is just trying right. to get the bitch to be a little bit more comfortable because clearly Tanya is not ready to be. She ready? She ready to be gay enough to be yeah, hand holding yeah. and and right, sweet nothing right. and, and 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 making portraits and shit. <laughs> right, but she not ready right. to be gay enough to just be a little bit gay. Be Damn. out, right. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like you grown like come on man yeah she's um, so worried about who was in the club who might see her who might notice her but she finds homegirl exactly who, after who telling satin was- she tells satin oh i don't really dance it's not like she said i love to dance but i'm nervous no she said i don't dance i don't <laughs> dance and she on the I can free ain't like yeah. Like she's literally what's the song? <laughs> Shouty swing my way. My way. <laughs> she yeah. is like it over here, Shouty. Shouty swing it over <laughs> She is throwing that little thing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how mad oh, I would me. be? <laughs> If I took a girl out trying to be nice, trying to be inviting, and she say, I don't dance, and I go, okay, that's fine. I'm trying to show her I could be independent. I'll just go and dance with myself, girl. And I come back, and the table is vacated. And where is she? You look to your left, and you see this bitch on the dance floor. (laughs) With another bitch. (laughs) When we saw Tanya freak freaking on the dance floor, I fell out. I mean, I said, not this bitch is out. I mean, she is <laughs> She dance fever all of a sudden. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Boomcat is out on the floor. <laughs> She's the dance oh floor God. queen right now. <laughs> like, literally. 20 minutes ago, you told me you Ooh. don't dance. You don't. So, that that's, that's what I down. was mad about. But Satin oh. was mad that, because um, she, re- she recognized the girl that Got mm-hmm. Tanya up out the uh, to get her back up off the wall. <laughs> mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. the girl she had seen in a portrait, and it was the her first, you know, girlfriend from high school. And yep. what Satin was mad about when they got back to the house, which is uncomfortable because this is the house you showed your wife, um, and right. you're mad at your girlfriend about dancing with another girl, um, right? 
she's mad because she's like, you led me to believe that I messed your shit up. Like, if it weren't for right. me, I'm feeling bad because I'm thinking I didn't introduce you to I done put you, you in shit. a predicament. Right. Yeah. Like, no, now, you now a you're whole carpet like... muncher. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you is the captain of the motherfucking <laughs> roller derby league. <laughs> you is the damn softball <laughs> captain. You pitching and catching. <laughs> and you got me believing I didn't turn your ass out. <laughs> Can I say it? Can I say it? Just, yeah. Can I, can I please yeah. say it? Oh, you, I know what you want to say. You can say it, Sydney. Okay. Oh, so you doing the bending? <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> yeah, so Satin is mad about that, which I can't oh, say shit. I ever yelled at anyone about, uh, mostly because, <laughs> you know, there's a whole league of dykes who just love turning girls out. That's just not my line of work. Oh, um, my. <laughs> I don't really do that. You got to be this gay to ride. Um, but like, <laughs> you know, some girls do. So maybe, you know, y- you girls listening might have some experience with that. Nevertheless, we keep going on. Now, at this point, Tanya's whole shit is fucked up. <laughs> she is guilty. I mean, the minute her and Satin get in this fight, she goes right back to Malcolm. Yeah. All right. Flipping and flopping. Flipping and flopping. Flipping and flopping. <laughs> flipping and flopping. <laughs> I mean, sexes him down and then leaves. Yeah. <laughs> Girl. She trying to do both and end up. There's a, there's a moment in the movie where she ain't got nothing. Malcolm nothing. sick yeah. of her ass because he, he finds out eventually, like, Girl, yeah. is you, is you, is this your girl? <laughs> and Satin right. is done with her because of the whole club thing. And also, she can't really be doing that. Like, she got a mm, woman. She has a whole girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. And they are monogamous, BTW. <laughs> yeah, they live together. Sydney, I've seen some things. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> That is not uh, a given. And not only that, she spent more time running in behind this coochie <laughs> and she ain't been spending enough time uh-huh. working on her art Mm-mm. she doing more of this body rolling <laughs> and and bed hopping yeah <laughs> i sound yeah. like Juanita Bynum. <laughs> like well, no no better example uh kim uh kim burrell kim burrell <laughs> <laughs> she doing more bed oh, hopping and jezebelling <laughs> and she's not worried about her art so her art mm. Her boss is like, um, walks in the studio, girl, it's a mess. Hey, Miss Mamas, what's up? Where's and I don't see anything in here worth showing. Yeah. So how do you think hmm. we feel? <laughs> so how do we feel about that? Hmm? <laughs> yeah. And I just love, this is just perfect pacing. Because, like, you know, we get this slow buildup. We meet, you know, yeah. Malcolm, Satin, the art uh, boss. And suddenly mm-hmm. she's flying high. And now she ain't got shit. And she builds herself back up. She does confront Malcolm, and I have one comment mm-hmm. about um, this. Is like I don't know if y'all trying to be funny or if it's just I spent. I have a whole Pinterest board dedicated to like glassware and like cups. I, I'm really into that, like design mm-hmm. wise. Like that's my design obsession right now is like mugs and cups. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, this movie had like the funniest glassware, like. Malcolm is taking, hmm. he is drinking like vodka out of like the tiniest shot glass I've ever seen. Like, I don't know I if didn't you even notice that. that. No, I didn't. Then I, I, br- I pulled out three examples. He's drinking out of the tiny, tiny, like comically small shot glass. And then yeah. a couple scenes before, Satin is drinking water out of a beer pint glass. <laughs> it looks so weird. And then huh. the first instance of this was when Malcolm made Tanya bread pudding and they drank milk out of a wine glass. Oh, I, I do remember that. I she that swirled was it weird. around. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, it's like, you know, when you want to be inclusive because you got kids around, but you drink yeah. it. So you like pour them some soda and a champagne flute. So they feel, <laughs> yeah. you know, included. That's what it was given. And I don't yeah. like that. Don't, don't try and treat me like a child. Pour me some, pour that milk in a regular glass. Okay. <laughs> we didn't have to put it in a wine glass. That's so tacky. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, that's so. This movie had the strangest glassware choice. And at that point, had Malcolm done that to me on a date, that would have been our last date. Yeah, I would have definitely been out. Like, if somebody, what, what, we was watching the movie earlier this year, Nicole, he like took a shot out of a whiskey snifter glass 
And I was, um, I went off about that. You being classic. You did. <laughs> You're <laughs> supposed to swirl and sip that. Why are you taking a yeah. shot of that? God, can't take niggas nowhere. Like I would leave that date. Yeah, <laughs> now that character yeah. should have left that date, but that's a different episode. Go back and listen to that. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. So she leaves Malcolm and he hurt. Frankly, this whole movie was a villain origin story for Malcolm because his yeah. last relationship yeah. ended in infidelity as well. Sure did. Um, he is about to start smacking bitches. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is like a it's now terrible. Now he's start putting his hands on people. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Mm. And so she run, goes running in behind Satin. She sees that Satin's girlfriend done left her ass, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and she tries to get her back. Tanya is is just distressed and in love. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she runs all up in th- Satin's place of business, okay, yeah. and calls the scene. Yeah. Now, come on, come on. People are in here trying to, I got patrons in here trying to buy stuff. You yeah. can't be running up on me like that. You, catch me at home. You know where Sydney, I live. The only thing, that's literally the best possible thing for a lesbian business is to have a lesbian like grand reunion, like dramatic love <laughs> union happen in your store. Uh-huh. Like that's the best thing that can happen. Like if the, I know she's not gay, but if the Calabash lady, uh, DC, there's a tea shop called Calabash, uh-huh. and the late the own the proprietor is really beautiful, <laughs> and <laughs> all the young dykes just always be in there. So it's a lesbian establishment, like de facto, like <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. you know. If I walked in and I wasn't sure I was gonna order a six dollar latte that day, and I seen somebody uh-huh. reuniting with their girlfriend in there, mm. I'm suddenly thirsty. Like that's the best thing wow. that can happen for a lesbian. Now you're gonna get two lattes. You're getting a, a, a yeah, brine. and I'll get some loose leaf okay. tea for the house too. Right. So maybe that's a muffin or something right too. There. Oh, the muffin wow. thirty five, and you know I'm a tip because you know I can't help. Yeah. I can't help it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So they good do business practice then. It is. It is for mm. her. That's why she didn't kick Tanya's ass out. And what she did say was. So I was your muse. What do you What do you mean? Like right, right, right. Yeah. And it clicked. I was like, kind of, Tanya was kind of like, like all the scenes we were getting was just her growing at the expense of somebody else. Like what she did to Malcolm was fucked up. Was fucked up. It was. I was going to say, because it wasn't at the expense of Satin, because Satin's ass was in a relationship. Well, I mean, her, her feelings were still hurt. Her feelings was hurt. Yes. But like, girl, what is you doing looking anyway? You was committed. That's true. Well, she wasn't looking. It landed in her lap, Sydney. Give her a break. <laughs> it landed in her goddamn lap. Tiny was trying to rush up out of her store. And Satin's ass came, hey. you know, waltzing. <laughs> hey, girl. She did. You're right. You need anything? <laughs> so. Mm-mm. She did. Yeah. Well, she came waltzing through like a Shawnee Easton. <laughs> basketball. Yeah. Hey, girl. Yeah. Hey, girl. <laughs> Could you get this to cute? Your hair looks like. Your hair looks so cute like that. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> Monica looked a damn mess. Your hair she looks looked so a cute. fucking fool. <laughs> like, anyway, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> yeah. So in the end, uh, the ladies did end up finding some type of you know reconciliation but what's more Mm -hmm. important than that is that tanya grew more comfortable with herself she got better in her art she got more independent Mm -hmm. with her art um now it did come at the expense of a couple broken hearts and including her cousin slash best friend her best friend yeah yeah was like yeah blowing off for the sake of jezebel in bed hopping (laughs) 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 what I never I can heard say that. anybody. I never heard anybody conjugate Jezebel like that. Jezebelin. Yeah. That's what she That's was nice. doing. <laughs> Jezebelin. Yeah, hmm. full time. That she didn't have no yeah. time to paint nothing. Full like, time Jezebelin. Not, not hoeing. She was Jezebelin. Because like a that. hoe don't have the feelings about who she's sleeping with. How you gonna a tell je- a hoe they don't got no feelings? Hoes have no. feelings. Hoes got feelings. Yes, but I'm saying when when hoes be hoeing, it's just you know, like you. It's casual. Like, mm. it's not like... That's what I'm saying. They don't that's have feelings true. about the people they fucking. That's the whole point oh, right, of being a right. hoe. That's like a hoe, right? If you're going through but a But a Jezebel okay. is <laughs> having multiple lovers and stuff like that. I feel like that's the female version of like I just a, need you to gigolo. stop saying 
Jezebel like you're Jennifer Lewis. <laughs> Jezebel. <laughs> Jezebel. Oh, yes. The lesbians are here. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I, I should have went with that. The lesbians. <laughs> Shout out to Jennifer Lewis. Well, yeah. I, I don't even need to. Clearly, clearly, I really liked the mm-hmm. movie. Um, it was great. I'm going to recommend it to my gays. No, the yeah. movie was, it was really great. Are we ready to get into the awards? We are ready for the awards. Who came to act? Thank you. Uh, For any new listeners this week, uh, I give this award out every every week we nominate somebody who I feel left it all on the screen. uh, And they get our coveted Who Came to Act award. Uh, So for this week's nominee, uh, I'd like to, a newcomer uh, to this award, and to the show, honestly, true. That's my first time seeing her in anything. Uh, Miss Billy Krishan, who played mm-hmm. Tanya's character. Uh, 10 out of 10, girl, kudos. You did that. Yeah. You got the award this week. Yeah. And, you know, she's not here in the studio with us today, so I'll accept that on her behalf. Shout out to you, uh, Miss Miss Krishan, because you really, you really brought it through. And, mm-hmm. Sydney, you know we got to do it. Um, I know you didn't think we was going to go through the whole episode without one. To you, Miss um, Billy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Miss Krishan, I, I don't know if you caught uh-huh. the beginning of the episode. My name is Lex. Um, and I know I said a lot about, like, you know, this is all fiction. You know, I was just mm-hmm. playing about, you know, um, getting around and being a veteran and stuff like that. Me personally, <clears throat> I am, you know, nice girl. Now, don't get on your side to lying. Okay. Damn. <laughs> I can't even shoot my shot. This I'm you sorry. are. I, Sydney, I didn't know where you was you going. You just crossed the line. Know. That's homophobia. I'm trying to shoot my shot and you're derailing. My fault. My fault. The my conversation fault. Fault. because you don't want to see me be happy and not wanting to see my a gay fault. person be happy is homophobia. That's quite literally the definition that I just came up with. <laughs> so, anyway, the inbox is open. The, our emails in the show notes. <laughs> so, you know, if you're interested. I mean, you guys seem pretty close. It's Baltimore. So that's all I'm saying. Dinner, coffee, <laughs> blues. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever you want. <laughs> Thanks. Wide range of options. Wide range. Yeah, yeah. Wide range. Nice. Thank you. I think we're ready to mm-hmm. get on. Um, w- wait, what was the filmmaker's name? Oh my God! Yeah, d- we cannot because we have to uh, shout them out. So, as co co-written by co-written and directed by Jamel Williams Thomas, and then the other co-writer is Danielle S. Mooney. Black women. Mm. <laughs> yeah, this was awesome. I don't know how this slipped out of our like view for a while because it came out in 2018. So I don't know yeah. how I didn't know about this movie. I'm really, really glad that we watched it. So thank you for this pick, Sydney. Okay, yes. And thank mm-hmm. you to the uh, writers uh, and director because this was great. I really liked watching it. Yeah, really. I'm I'm happy we got it on the docket uh, for this season. And we're looking yeah. out for more stuff from y'all too. This was, I enjoyed this. All right, we out of here. Thanks for listening. To join in on the conversation, meet us in the Twitter streets at TNCC Pod or over on Instagram at New Chitlin Circuit, spelled C-H-I-T-L-I-N. And to keep up with our latest, visit our website at thenewchitlincircuit.com. Boyfriend number two. That was going to be my second option, but I was going to remix it to fit the, to fit the movie. So, Because the first one, he don't really seem like he know what to do, so you got you a girlfriend too. Yeah. <laughs>